0: He remembered to wear black, the cheap, thin suit from Stander, shiny office shoes, a pair of fake Ray-Ban predators stolen from some Japanese tourist straight off the coach at Piazzale Roma. Rizzo lit a cigarette and waited by the gatehouse at San Michele. It was the first Sunday in July. The lagoon was entering summer, the change marked by the chittering of swallows above his head, "'and a torpid heat rising from the water. "'A spirited breeze rippled the cypresses "'that dotted the cemetery like green exclamation marks. "'In the shade of an alcove to his right, discreetly hidden, "'was an ordered stack of empty pine coffins. "'He watched something move in a beam of sunlight "'catching the corner of the nearest casket. "'A small lizard, dots running down its spine "'in two parallel tracks, dashed into the patch of gold,' paused, then scurried back into the cracked brickwork. Some job, Rizzo thought, getting paid for checking up on a corpse. The cemetery supervisor came out of his office and stared at the cigarette until Rizzo stamped it out. The man was short and fat, sweating in his bright white cotton shirt. He looked about forty, with a thick head of greasy hair and a weedy moustache like a comb snapped in half, then stuck above a pair of fleshy lips. You got to the papers? Rizzo nodded and tried to offer him half a smile. The supervisor wore a sour look, as if he suspected something was wrong. Rizzo was twenty-five, but could pass for thirty dressed like this. Still... He guessed he looked a little young to be claiming possession of some half-eaten cadaver, as if it were left luggage to be retrieved from a locker at the station. He pulled out the documents the Englishman had given him that morning in the big palatial apartment behind the Guggenheim Gallery. Masseter said they'd work. They cost enough. "'You're a relative?' the supervisor asked, staring at the lines of fine type on the page. "'Cousin,' Rizzo replied. "'No other family? All gone. "'Oh.' "'He folded up the papers and stuffed them in his trouser pocket. "'You could have awaited another four weeks, you know. Ten years they get, to the day. "'Seen plenty of people coming here late. "'Not seen many turn up early. "'Commitments.' "'The supervisor made a disagreeable face. "'Sure.' The dead got to fit themselves into your diary, not the other way round. Still. He favoured Rizzo with a professional glance that might have harboured a grain of sympathy in it. Least you're here. You'd be amazed how many of those poor things just never get claimed at all. Run up their decade in the ground, and then we just take them to the public ossuary. No choice, you see. No room.' Everyone in Venice knew the score, Rizzo thought. If you wanted to be buried in San Michele, you had to follow the rules. The little island that sat between Murano and the northern shore of the city was full. The big names the tourists came to see could lie secure in their graves. Everyone else was on a temporary permit that lasted precisely ten years. Once the lease on that little plot of ground ran out, it was up to the relatives to take the bones elsewhere, or leave the city to do the job for them. The Englishman knew all about it, too. For reasons Rizzo did not wish to know, he had fixed the disinterment papers early, so he was the first to know what was in the box. Maybe there was someone else interested in this rotting corpse, someone who would stick to the ten-year deadline. Maybe not. Rizzo still didn't see the point. Was this to check there really was a body inside the casket? That had to be it. In truth, he didn't care. If the guy was willing to pay him two million lira just to flutter a couple of pages of forged paperwork around, he was more than happy. It made a change from lifting wallets in the crowds milling around San Marco, We have a ways of doing this, the man said. We like to do things nice and proper. He set off, and Rizzo followed, past the tidy collection of shiny new coffins, out into the beating sun. They walked through the first section of the cemetery, where the dead had long-term residency, then on to an outlying area used for the relentless cycle of temporary burials. Green tarpaulins marked the areas where the current crop of bodies was being harvested. Each tiny headstone carried a photograph, young and old, frozen in a moment of time, looking at the camera as if they believed they would never die at all.